Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Hey, welcome to Summit Church Fenton Online. I'm here today with my lovely wife, Diane. And I'm glad to be here. I'd ask her to join me. We're going to share a Thanksgiving message with you. And then at the end of this message, we're going to be receiving communion. And so we'd like to invite you to go get some, some juice, some grape juice and, and some, uh, some bread or some crackers or something mm-hmm. like that. And uh, as I said, at the end of this message, we're going to be receiving communion together. And that's a really, really good thing to do. You know, every year at Summit uh, Church, when we were uh, on location Mm -hmm. there on Sugar Creek Road, what we would do on the Wednesday before Thanksgiving is we would have a Thanksgiving uh, communion service. Mm -hmm. And then we'd ask several people from the congregation to come up and give testimonies. Mm -hmm. And then, and that was always a really good and wonderful time. And then uh, at the end of the service, we'd receive communion. And so that was kind of a tradition we had at Summit Church for many years. And maybe it was a real blessing. It was a blessing. Everybody was able to give thanks. Yeah, yeah. Except the one time, the one fella came up there and he had about 18 pages of notes. And I didn't know what I was going to do because he had two minutes. But uh, anyway, I don't know why I shared that, but. But, but uh, he did a fine job, but everybody would give their testimonies and over the years we'd ask different ones and it was a tradition. It was really, really enjoyed by many. And so maybe we ought to start a tradition here where we receive communion and share a Thanksgiving message every year with the people. What do you think? We'll, we'll, we'll think about that, but we'll take that under advisement. We'll think about that. But anyway, so happy Thanksgiving and uh, let's, let's share a message with the people from the Bible about Thanksgiving and then and then receive communion. What do that you say? Good. So um, why don't why don't uh, why don't you start out? Well, Thanksgiving Day is unique to the United States. It's a it's a legal holiday, traditional holiday that's celebrated in the United States, and it dates all the way back to the Pilgrims. It's and it's not about parades and turkey and football games and stuff like that. And there's nothing wrong with those, but it's about giving thanks to the Lord for all the good things that he's done for us. Absolutely. And and as I said, we have several verses here from the Bible on Thanksgiving. So let's just share those and kind of comment as we go. And first thing is if, you know, if you want to be in the will of God, you have to be thankful. Yes. And a lot of times people have asked me over the years, Pastor Terry, how can I be in the will of God or how can I know that I'm in the will of God? And one thing for sure is, is that you have to be thankful or you're not in the will of God. I can tell you that the Bible says in 1 Thessalonians 5.18, it says, in everything, give thanks. Now, the Bible didn't say for everything, give thanks, but in everything. And I think the Amplified Classic says, no matter what the circumstances, no matter what the situation, give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. So if you want to be in the will of God, you're going to have to be a thankful person. Yes. And another thing that's really good is that if you want peace in your life, thanksgiving is a key to having peace in your life, the peace of God in your life. In Philippians 4, 6, Philippians 4, 6, it says, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. So Thanksgiving is a real key ingredient to having the peace of God work in your life. Yes. And, you know, Thanksgiving is so important as it pertains to facing all of the situations in life. 
no matter what you're facing, Thanksgiving is is so important to have a heart of Thanksgiving about you. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, again, in the book of Philippians, chapter 4, uh, verses 11 and 12, I'm going to read this from the Amplified Classic. Uh, it says this, not that I, the Apostle Paul's writing here, and he says, not that I'm implying that I was in any personal want, for I have learned how to be content, or we could say how to be thankful, satisfied to the point where I am not disturbed or disquieted in whatever state or whatever condition or whatever circumstance I'm in. Mm -hmm. And that's something he had to learn. Yes. And that's something that I, I could tell, I've had to learn that. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I think we all have to learn that and have to reapply it and reapply it to our lives. Yeah, and has keep learning. Learn. That's one of those Greek words keep with learning, like, maybe with learning. continuous action. You got to learn and keep on learning. Yeah. But I don't know about that. If it's a continuous action Greek mm -hmm. verb, I don't know. But I, in my life, I've had to learn and keep learning to be thankful. Yes. And it's true because the ice just dropped. <laughs> Every time the ice drops in our refrigerator, in our uh, freezer. Something use, really important has been has said. Has just been said. And, that, <laughs> and so there it is. So we have to learn to be thankful and content no matter uh, uh, what situation or state or uh, uh, condition or circumstance that we're in. And that's what the Apostle Paul uh, said in, in Philippians 4 by the Holy Spirit. He says in verse 12, I know how to be abased and how to, to live humbly in, in straight, straightened or difficult circumstances. And I know how to enjoy plenty and live in abundance. And we've been in both of those areas in Absolutely, our life. We sure we have. have. And uh, I like the abundance better. Yes, that's yeah. always much nicer. It's, it's much nicer. Uh, and then he says it again, I've learned, there it is again, I've learned in any and all circumstances the secret of facing every situation. And you know what that is? Thankfulness. It's being thankful. Yes. Being yes. thankful. He says, whether well-fed or going hungry, having sufficiency and enough to spare or going without being in want. But it, no matter what you're facing, the, the secret, the secret ingredient that you need to have about you is be thankful. thankful. And you know, uh, one thing I try to do is no, no matter how bleak a situation looks, I always try to find something in there mm -hmm. to be thankful for. Yes, yes. S something to be thankful for. Yes. And uh, and it served me well over the years. It sure has. And it, it's very helpful. And so uh, no matter what the situation that you're facing, just make a decision and be thankful. Yes. Be thankful to yes. God. <clears throat> also, Thanksgiving plays a really important part to provision for your life. And we can see that in the, when Jesus fed the multitude. In John 6, 11, it says, And Jesus took the loaves, and when he had given thanks, he distributed them to his disciples and the disciples uh, to those sitting down, and likewise of the fish, as much as they wanted. So no matter how much you have, be thankful for it, and I believe the Lord will supply your need. Absolutely. And, you know, uh, there's another uh, scripture that's always stood out to me. It's when Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead. Mm -hmm. And before he raised Lazarus from the dead, uh, the Bible says in John 11, cha uh, John chapter 11, verse 41, they took away the stone from the place where the dead man was lying. Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank you that you've heard me. So you see a thankfulness mm -hmm. about the Lord himself. Yes. You yes. see a thankfulness about the Lord himself as he gives thanks to the heavenly Father and before he raised the dead. And, mm -hmm. you know, the application that would have in our lives is, 
maybe something has died in your life. Maybe a relationship has died or, or you know, you could make a list of, mm-hmm. of there's something, you know, dead in your life or something has, has died. Maybe you've lost a job, whatever, whatever the case might be, uh, you know, God can bring resurrection yes. power to things. He sure can. You know, now you might not get that job. If you lost a job, you may not get that job back, but God can resurrect another job. Mm-hmm. You know, he, there's, there, you know, that, that relationship that broke up, you know, he, you know, he may, that, that thing may or may not be re- resurrected, but, right. but God has a way of working things that maybe there's somebody else that, that'll, he'll bring into your life. I don't know, yes. but whatever has died in your life, a, a, a thing to do to see the resurrection power of God is to get thankful. That's right. That's to, absolutely to, to just such a good idea. Just be yes. thankful, and and you may not feel like it. You probably won't feel like mm-hmm. it, but do it on purpose yes. by faith. Just make a decision. I, I mean, this is a bleak situation, and here it is, Thanksgiving time, and and holidays, Christmas coming, and this thing is, this situation has died in my mm-hmm. life. Just make a decision to start thanking God. Yes. Not for it, but in the in midst it. of it. And you watch, he, he can bring resurrection power and do things that you thought could never be done. So yes. just be thankful. Yes, absolutely. Thanksgiving also empowers us to be set free. So when you're, you feel like you're in a trap and bondage and, and just really bad situation, be thankful. And it, The greatest example I know of that is in Acts 16, verse 25. Acts 16, 25, and Paul and Silas were in prison. They'd been beaten. They were tortured. They were, usually the prisons back then were dark with no plumbing. It's a horrible situation, but we find in verse 25, but at midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God. In other words, they were being thankful, and the prisoners were listening to them. Suddenly, There was a great earthquake so that the foundations of the prison were shaken and immediately all the doors were opened and everyone's chains were loosed. So we can see not only did thankfulness affect Paul and Silas's life, but it affected the life of everyone who was around them. And it caused them to be set free. Yes, absolutely. So if you're bound up in some area, get thankful. Be thankful thankful and you can see the power of God go into operation and set you free. But you know, Thanksgiving not only empowers people to be set free, but Thanksgiving also empowers people to stay free. Yes. And the example that I would use on that would be the time those 10 lepers came to Jesus Mm -hmm. seeking healing. Yes. And he said to them, go show yourselves to the priests, which, which, you know, he was basically declared them clean. Mm -hmm. And the Bible says as they went, they were cleansed. And then the Bible says that, that only one of them came back to give thanks to Jesus. Yeah. And I want to read that part of it in Luke 17, verse, verse 15 through 18. The Amplified Classic says it this way, then one of them, one of those lepers, one of those 10 lepers, upon seeing that he was cured, turned back, recognizing and thanking and praising God with a loud voice and fell at Jesus' feet, thanking him over and over. Jesus asked, were not all 10 cleansed and where are the nine? Was there only one? Was there no one found to return and to recognize and give thanks? and to praise God except this man. Now you think about it, and I like what when the Bible here says, thank them over and over again, 
and fell at his feet and all of that, recognizing, thanking, praising God with a loud voice over and over. And Jesus, that blessed him, no doubt, but he wanted to know where, weren't there 10? Where's the other nine? Yes, yes. And, you know, what, what, what I would like to say is, as Diane said, you know, Thanksgiving will cause the power of God to go in, into operation and cause us to be set free. But I believe that the power of Thanksgiving is what causes us to stay free. And, and I can't prove this, but I, I don't think you can disprove it. I'm convinced those other nine lepers probably didn't keep their healing. Right. Now, I, I'm not dogmatic on that, but I know enough about God and I have, have, have walked with him since I've been a little kid and I've learned it, you know, you know, if you're not thankful for what God has done for you, you, you know, you, you wind up losing it. Yeah. And I'm convinced, now again, I can't prove it, but I'm convinced these other nine did not maintain their healing. Mm -hmm. But, uh, but this one that came back and gave thanks obviously mm -hmm. did. And now, now again, I'm not dogmatic yes. on that, but, but you know what? And we've seen it in the ministry mm -hmm. in, in pastoring the church over, over almost three decades and even longer in dealing with Christians, but just at the church, how, you know, the, the spirit of God would move on our hearts to do something for somebody and help them in whatever way it was financially mm -hmm. or whatever way. And, and now many times people were thankful, Yes, but we were always astounded at the ones that, that. I mean, didn't, didn't, I mean, I mean, there was, there was, there was little to no Thanksgiving mm -hmm. at all. Yeah. And, uh, and, 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 you know, and then I'm thinking of the one fella, we helped him greatly mm -hmm. and there was no, no heart of Thanksgiving and I could go on and on, but, but, uh, and then I'll just be honest. He wondered, well, why didn't we continue to help him? Well, he wasn't thankful. Yes. Now I tell you what, I've missed it in a lot of areas of my life. But one area I've been pretty good in is when people have done things for me, I'm like this, this, this leper that came back. I will thank people yes. to the point of being obnoxious. Thank yeah, you. Thank very you, thankful. Person. Thank you. Yeah. Anytime anybody, I think all the way back to when my dad passed away when I was uh, uh, seven years old and the preacher from the church came and took me fishing. I still think about that. Mm -hmm. And I thanked him for that over yes. the years and different ones in my life that I could mention it. I see him 10, 15, 20 years, 30 years mm -hmm. later, and I thank you, thank you, thank you. Mm -hmm. It served me well because yes. God's blessed me. And and, uh, and and so I missed it in a lot of areas, but I've been pretty good in that. I'm thankful that he that he gave me you. I'm thankful to you. I'm thankful for all the things you, I'm thankful that you love me and I could go on with the list. You didn't tell I me could, to say that. I could say all the same things about you. I'm but, so thankful for my husband. Right, but, I, but, but. We're thankful. Yes, yes. So we want to be thankful people. It'll get you set free and it'll keep you, it'll keep you free. Yes. Um, and, and we all have something to be thankful yes, for. Absolutely. We all like, like, you know, for each other, food and clothing. I'm thankful that we've got shelter and food mm -hmm. and, and, and clothes to wear. And, 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 you know, there was a day that we were like, we talked about earlier. We, we, you know, it was slim pickings. Yes. But, but we were always thankful. But, but we were thankful we had each other in the yes, middle of it. Yes.
and, and we still have each other, yeah. but we're in thankfulness. And, and if you be thankful and stay thankful, it'll, you know, you can, God will bless you. You get to the day where, like Paul, you, you be, you'll abound instead of being abased. Yes. I like abounding instead of abasing. How about you? Absolutely. Anyway, but we all have something to be thankful for. And first Timothy six, eight, Paul writes and says, and having food and clothing with these, we shall be content or thankful. Yes. So if you got food, if you got, if you got clothes on your back, you know, be thankful. Yes, yes. And one thing I might add is we always, back to the lepers, we all always, always, always need to be thankful for answered prayer. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of times that I've prayed and my prayer has been answered and it just didn't click with my brain. You know, hey, God just answered that prayer for you. And when it clicks, when I realize it, I always am so, so, so thankful. And I thank God for answering my prayer because like like Pastor Terry said, when we're thankful, we're more, more likely to to keep our blessing, keep our answered prayer, or to have our prayers answered in the future. I just taught a series on prayer for mm-hmm. weeks and weeks and weeks, and yeah, be thankful when be God thankful. answers prayer. Be yes. thankful to Him, and and He'll keep answering. Yes, them. you're praying in line with the Word. And uh, we need to be thankful, as Pastor Terry said, about for the people in our life. Uh, Paul, if we see in the and the New Testament when Paul's writing his oh. letters. He says over and over and over again how thankful he is for the people that God has placed in his life. Oh, yeah. And and when we're thankful for, you know, thanking God to the people themselves and thanking God for the people, it just, uh, it, it, it can change your whole outlook. Change your whole outlook. Yeah, that's a good point. Paul, he did. He, mm-hmm. he thanked people right in the Bible, right in the Bible. He yes. thanked people for what they had done and yes. how they... Uh, Onus, I think it's Onus Sephoris. Mm-hmm. Are you glad you're not named Onus Sephoris? But <laughs> absolutely, he, you know, most people never heard of him. But Paul, you know, wrote how he refreshed. I think that's his name. He refreshed him and helped mm-hmm. him, and so you know, so we need to be like the Apostle yes. Paul. We need to be thankful for the people that God has put in our lives. Yes, absolutely. I'm thankful for you. Yes, and I'm thankful also for Jesus. We're all thankful for Jesus. Jesus, Jesus. We're so thankful for him. In 2 Corinthians 9.15, it says, Thanks be to God for his indescribable gift, and that is Jesus Christ, the gift of Jesus. You know, he's at the top of the list. Isn't he's he? at the top of the list. Yes, he is. I'm thankful for Jesus. Mm-hmm. I really, really am. And that he came and he died for us on the cross and was buried and rose again from the dead. Yes. I'm so thankful for that. Because that's what keeps us out of hell yes. and puts us into heaven. If mm-hmm. we'll if we'll repent of our sins and, yes. and receive, believe on believe that and believe on Him and receive Him, and so and, and speaking of that, now we're going to receive communion. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. Do you have anything else to say mm-hmm. about? No. I mean, I, I think we said enough, huh? But uh, for now, anyway, I think we got the point across. To, be, be thankful. thankful. <laughs> but uh, uh, you know, we're going to receive communion, but. The only requirement, because people have asked me about this over the years, the only requirement that I can see in the Bible is to receive communion is that you need to be born again. You need to be a, a true for real Christian. That's the only requirement I can find. Some churches, you have to be a member of that local church or whatever, and without getting into all that, I, I, what I see in the Bible is to, to receive communion, you need to be born again. Now, you, you need to be living right also. And I could teach a message on that right now. I won't. But but you need to first be born again. That means you repent of your sins. You, you ask Jesus into your heart. You receive him. Just like you'd invite somebody into your house. Invite Jesus into your heart. 
and uh, uh, believe on him with your heart, receive him, call on his name, ask him to come into your life, turn your life over to him, however you want to do that. And if you'll, if you'll do that, then you'll get born again. Mm-hmm. You'll, you'll become a child of God. You'll miss hell one day. You'll make heaven. And then, and of course, then you want to live right. You want to live holy before the Lord. And then you can receive communion. Mm-hmm. And so, when, when, and then, so call on his name right now. If you've never re- received Jesus, call on his name right now and receive him as your Lord and Savior. And then get you some, some grape juice and get you, get you a, a piece of bread or a cracker and, and we're going to receive communion. And, and communion is very important because what it does is it, it puts us in remembrance of the death, burial, and resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. It, and it primarily points to his death yes. on the cross. You know, we can never preach about what he did on the cross too much. Right. I thank God for what Jesus did on the cross. And we talked about being thankful for Jesus. And we need to be so thankful for what he did for us on that cross on mm-hmm. Calvary when he bore all of our sins. Yes. And took the punishment of eternal hell. He he bore all of that for us, mm-hmm. so that we don't have to. Right. All we have to do is receive him, mm-hmm. and that's a good deal. Yes, it is. But communion points to that, and and of course the bread is symbolic of his of his body that was broken and beaten and, and crucified, and the 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 juice represents the blood, mm-hmm. his blood, his holy precious blood that was shed for us. Right on that cross and 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 when we receive Jesus as our savior that blood goes into operation spiritually and washes all of our sins away. Yes. That's a good deal. Yes, it is. And so receiving communion is all about remembering and being thankful for what Jesus did on Calvary's cross. Yes. And so with that in mind, now have your juice there and have your your bread or your cracker there. And I want you to turn to 1 Corinthians the 11th chapter. 1 Corinthians, the 11th chapter, the Apostle Paul uh, talks about, he recounts what happened uh, at the Last Supper, what's known as the Last Supper. And he says, he says, for I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus, on the same night in which he was betrayed, he took bread. And when he had given thanks, see, there it is again. When he had given thanks, he broke it and said, take eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. So, uh, Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for the body of the Lord Jesus Christ that was broken for us, that bore our sins and our sickness and, and our disease. We're just so thankful for his, his, his body. And we know that this bread represents that body. And as we eat, of, of this bread, we do so with a thankful heart, remembering what Jesus did for us and the sins he bore for us in his own body on the cross. Now let's take your cracker and, and eat it. Now get your juice. Now I'm going to continue reading. In the same manner, he also took the cup after supper saying, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. He said, this do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. Sorry, just the anointing of God. I'm so thankful for the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, I thank you 
not only for the body of Jesus, but for the precious blood, that, that sinless, spotless blood that he, shared, that he shed for us on Calvary's cross. We're just so thankful for that blood that washes all of our sins away. When we call on his name, that blood that washes all of our sins away, never to be remembered again. We're just so grateful for the precious blood and so thankful for the precious blood of the Lord Jesus. And now as we drink that this juice, which is representative of that blood, we do so with a thankful and grateful heart. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now go ahead and partake. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank, Thank you, Lord. Lord. I'm thankful, aren't you? <clears throat> yes. Now, the Bible says that after they received the communion meal, that they sang, uh, the, the disciples, they, they, you know, Jesus, they sung a hymn. Now, I'm not going to sing. <laughs> Gotta have a little fun as you go. Do you want me to sing? <laughs> <laughs> now you can sing. Not anymore. But you didn't. Oh you know, yeah, but you didn't prepare a song, did no. you? But uh, so we're we're gonna forgo the singing. But we want you to know how thankful that we are for Jesus. Yes. And uh, and you know what? We're thankful for you for yes. watching. We know there's a, there's a lot of folks that watch us every week, and we're thankful for you that you tune in and that we're able to share the word of God with you and. And, and, and people from all around the world, I'm mm -hmm. thankful, they watch this. And, yes. and India, I mean, we have mm -hmm. a, a... Lots of people from India. A lot of people from India watch... Thank watch, you, thank India, you for watching this. India, and, and thanks for all around the world that people watch. We're just so grateful and thankful uh, for you. We yes. really, really, really are. And, uh, and, and why don't you share, this is a good scripture to conclude with, gonna, and then... Close with yeah. this wonderful scripture, Hebrews 13, 15. It says, therefore, let us continually offer the sacrifice of praise to God. That is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. We need to do that continually. Yes. Yeah, thanks Thank to you, Lord you. Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So, hey, we're glad you joined us yes. today. And now we're going to take a little time off. Yes. And uh, we will not be back until after the first of the year. Uh, on Sunday mornings, Wednesday evenings, we're just taking some time off. That's a good thing to do. Yes. And we're going to get some rest. And uh, and, and we, we will have, I think on Christmas Eve, we'll have a Christmas greeting for you where yes. we'll be in front, Lord willing, we'll be in front of our Christmas tree. You know, hey, Thanksgiving's right around the corner. It's right around the corner. Ooh, I like that pumpkin, well, pumpkin pie, but I don't pecan eat pie. I don't eat like the pecan pumpkin pie. pie. I eat the pecan pie that you make, world class. And, and, and that sweet potato casserole you make. Oh man. It's like candy. Oh wow. Dessert. Wow. That's like, yeah. And it's all. Dessert the, masquerading uh, as a side. Uh, yeah, you can eat that and that's the dessert. But I mean, all, all the food and we got the turkey, all of it. Mm -hmm. We're having, you gotta eat that. The family's coming over and then the next day we put up our Christmas tree and. and eat leftovers. And I, I always say a piece of pecan pie for that next day around one o'clock. We take a break and eat our big meal and. I like that pecan pie. I'm thankful for that pecan pie. But anyway, so but on th on uh, Christmas Eve we'll be back with a with a Christmas greeting mm -hmm. from in front of our tree. We'll share some things with you. And uh, but other than that, we'll see you again after the first of the year, and I'll pick up teaching, and, and you'll be back. So. Yes. 
All right. God bless you. We wish you a happy, happy Thanksgiving. Absolutely. We'll see you soon. God bless you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.